Welcome to the Simple Cocktails Podcast. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of Simple Cocktails. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. Time to talk about our favorite place on the planet. Okay. Guesses? No. You have no guesses at all? No, on a date. Yes, absolutely. With babysitters at the, home. The movies? At, at home? Yeah, with our kids. Not oh. just babysitters hanging out at the house. Yeah, that would be Not weird. like a babysitter party. That would be awkward. Or a club. You could say a babysitter's club, don't okay. you think? It seems like something that they would invent. Yeah. Uh, no, I was thinking Trader Joe's. Oh, you're right. The home away from home. The home away from home. Right. The probably the place, they call it the third, the third space. The third space? Yeah. Who's they? Everybody, like everyone. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like everyone. So, so you have your first space, which is home, mm-hmm. your second space, which is work, and everybody else, they say everyone needs a third space. Okay. So like a coffee shop or oh. church or whatever, like right. a third space where Trader you Trader Joe's exist. would be ours. Do you think? There was one time I think I went there twice. In one day? Yeah. I've been there twice in one day easily. Really? Yeah, for sure. Oh, gosh. For sure. I'm surprised there. there's not more people that know us by name. Like, yeah. like you know, the... Like Chris. <laughs> Chris knows <laughs> me by name. I know Chris by name. Hey, Chris, what's up, man? How's school? I think I think they're more kinder to you because you don't, like, schlep a whole bunch of kids inside. But when they see me, they're like, oh, crap. Children aren't allowed at Trader Joe's. Is that what you're saying? Hold on to the banana stand. Yeah. <laughs> Always money in the banana stand. And and we specifically tried to stay away from a certain Trader Joe's because that one allows little carts. Yes. They have the little children's carts that says like employee in training right, or whatever. Right. Which, you know, I think everyone would pretty much say that they don't really like that idea. Right. But you show your kids once and it's downhill from there. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. let them do it once and they want to do it forever. Right. And my kids believe in shopping cart derby. Yes, is that exactly. a, Is that a game? Slamming into other people, especially old people. Mainly my ankles. Main, mainly your ankles. That's true. <laughs> That's the worst. You're always the biggest target, I suppose. Oh, gosh. Let's drink. I've let's totally let's... like just put this down. And now, and you, just like... now that you're deeply depressed, let's have something to <laughs> No, drink. I'm grateful for Trader Joe's. Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful because they are... Not as expensive as Whole Foods. And that's just it. That's the truth. That's just why we love Trader Joe's. Everybody. Yeah. All mothers. Yeah. You got that right. So I have had a back and forth relationship with Trader Joe's liquor. Okay. Uh, actually, it's mostly been back or forth. I don't know which one's the good one. But Trader Joe's gin, Admiral, Rear Admiral. Jose. Yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. Their gin is really good. And it was one of the first gins that I drank on a regular basis. I remember. It's like eight ninety nine. It's very affordable. Yeah, exactly. So I've been sort of on the sidelines, been like, uh, I should try some of the other Trader Joe's stuff. I've mm-hmm. had their scotch. I don't know if I liked it or not, because I'm not really sure if I like scotch. Yeah. Um, but this is one I've been wanting to get. They actually have two bourbons that are sort of theirs. Okay. One is Rebel Yell Bourbon. Ooh. It's, Yeah. It's thirteen ninety nine. Okay. It doesn't say Trader Joe's on the label. It's thirteen ninety nine, and it's forty percent alcohol. This, on the other hand, is forty five percent alcohol, and it's one dollar more. It's okay. Fourteen ninety nine, 
and it actually is labeled with it. I wanted to get it so that it was clear where it came from. This is Trader Joe's Kentucky Bourbon Straight Whiskey. Okay. Now, so, what calls it to be Kentucky Bourbon? Yeah, made in Kentucky, but bourbon has to be aged in new charred oak barrels right. for at least two years. Okay. And then, yeah, Kentucky bourbon, it's straight whiskey as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, is whiskey on the same vein as scotch? Like, does it need to be, like, are there certain rules for it to be considered whiskey as where, like, they brew it? Uh, yes. Yeah, good question. So, Kentucky bourbon is whiskey. Scotch is whiskey, too. But Kentucky bourbon specifically has to be 41 or 51% corn. Okay. And then the rest is rye, wheat, whatever else they want to do. Okay. It's so got to be at least half corn. Anybody can make it. Americans, yep. Europeans, no, French. No, it has to be made in the United States. Ah. Okay. Is that the question? That was I, the question. I wasn't clear on the question. I don't think I asked it very well. Yeah, that's okay. I totally understand. Okay. I follow exactly what you're saying. There's some good uh, bourbons from Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can have bourbons from anywhere. I think there was a misinterpretation for a long time that bourbon had to be from Kentucky. Yeah. Um, but no, that's not actually true. Okay. So we're going to drink Trader Joe's Kentucky Bourbon Straight Whiskey. Now, this is distilled by Bourbon Square Distilling in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Louisville. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> While I pour this bourbon, I'm going to tell you what that really means. Oh, gosh. And the bourbon is all over the table. Are we going to get electrocuted? Probably. I'll just pour it from mine to yours. There you go. So I did a little research on this uh, bourbon. And somebody on Instagram actually told me this when I first shared the picture of it. Here's the deal. Um, this bourbon is, according to all records, it is distilled by Buffalo Trace. And Oh, you like that bourbon. I do like that bourbon very much. And so Buffalo Trace has several distilleries, and they mm -hmm. have one called the Barton Distillery that makes 1792 bourbon. This is really for the nerds out there. Okay. 1792 is good. I liked 1792. I don't really know the difference. I like Buffalo Trace bourbon, so that says a lot to me. So uh, either way, let's have a drink of Trader Joe's Mystery Bourbon. All right. Cheers. Here we go. Salut. Don't like bourbon. Ugh, I think I say that with anything whiskey. <laughs> she sets it aside. Don't like bourbon. So here's the deal. It is it's nice and sweet. Mm -hmm. This is one of the sweetest bourbons I've ever had, but it's also high in rye. So it's both sweet and spicy at the same yeah, time. It tastes better afterwards. Yeah. I want to say that I, I keep like mentally, I keep thinking of um, maple and honey because mm -hmm. we did that one mm -hmm. taste test of all of those. And that was just so much like flavor in the in the bourbon. Right. So now I taste bourbon and I'm always thinking of maple and honey. Right. This this one is actually really sweet though. It has like a nice sweetness. If if we had it on the rocks it would be a lot of easier to palate mm -hmm. to drink to whatever I'm saying. Just drinking it straight it is a little intense. Yeah. Uh, so it helps to Man, drink on the rocks. It's always that first drink. I feel like such yeah. a nerd. I can it's it's a lot better uh second time around. So give to... me some tasting notes. What what notes are you tasting? Sweet. Like you said, yep. I taste like wood, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I can taste like sap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is that mm -hmm. crazy? Mm -mm. Yeah. A little bit of maples, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's got a nice sweetness. I don't know. It's almost just like a sugar sweetness where it's sweet, but it's not like honey sweet or anything like that. It's yeah. just kind of sweet. Yeah. I like the way it tastes. I, I'm actually stunned. Yeah. Like there was a big long dialogue on, on my Instagram, like, what'd you think of this? And I was like, I actually really like it a lot. Like for 15 bucks, like. Is um, it like shunned upon? 
uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like everybody's got their favorite bourbon or their yeah. favorite scotch or whatever. And so it's really hard to break through that. But everyone also has a budget. Yeah. And no, I'll take that back. Some people have a budget. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you and I have a budget. We do. And I drink a lot of bourbon. And so this yeah. may fit right into that, you know? Yeah. So, so you get like, what, four bottles of Three Buck Chuck, five mm-hmm. bottles, mm-hmm. and uh, you could have a, a nice bottle of Trader Joe's bourbon. So I really like it. I like it a lot. Like, it's really high up my list. And now it's time to take everything in a totally different direction. You ready for that? Ready. All right. I'm so ready. So this is by request. Uh, a pretty lady who I know <laughs> requested that we make this particular cocktail. It was and her so, daughter, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. It was you. <laughs> so you said, hey, let's make a, what was it? Mojito. Let's make a mojito. Oh my gosh. You know, I've never made a mojito on the blog. I feel like everybody loves a mojito. Yeah, you know, I they, think you're exactly Nobody's right. going to like deny it if it's given to you. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, this is one of, to me, this is like a classic, modern classic cocktail. That's probably the best way to say it. Yeah. Because it's not that old, to my knowledge. In fact, I heard a story a long time ago about a lady who smuggled what they called mojito mint from Cuba. Yes. Like in her pants. Do you know? For her sock. I don't know where, <laughs> where it was. <laughs> but do you know where you heard that from? Where? Well, you went to go listen to a reading from The Drunken Botanist. That's right. An amazing book. Yeah, Amy Stewart. Right. And she, it she totally nerds out on all of the leafy greens. And that's, right. um, that's, yeah, that's the tidbit that we walked away with. I thought that was fascinating. Like, it is. That's, that's one of my favorite cocktail books because it's just straight up interesting. Right. Like in every way. The origins behind your herbs is... Yeah fascinating so yeah that's a great book the drunken botanist it's a really fun book to read you can pretty much just buzz through the whole thing i think i did it on a plane flight once or something like that so let's make a mojito let's do it you ready for it ready so we're going to start with a collins glass a collins glass also known as a chimney glass it is tall and skinny highball highball i always call it that's like the old like that's the old school way right yeah, it's not really called that as much anymore because that's like, what does that mean? I don't know. Which means it's really cool. Yes, that's right. It makes you way cooler <laughs> than totally me. It totally does. Like handlebar mustaches. It does. Oh, not anymore. No, not anymore. Okay. So you need 10 to 12 mint leaves. All right. Here's a little background. The reason we're making a mojito is because our mint plants are growing again. Yeah. Mint isn't much. No, mint is an awesome plant. Keep it in pots or it will spread over your whole yard. Uh, But really, you just water the stuff once it starts warming up and you get mint. So we have some massive mint plants already. And so that's where we're making a mojito. All right, 10. So we have the mint leaves. Put two teaspoons of sugar. Is there a certain sugar you prefer? Right now, this is just plain old cheap white sugar. Okay. Um, Two? Yeah, two teaspoons. Okay. You know, like Demerara, yeah, the raw, the raw like brown sugar is always kind of cool. It really doesn't look much different, so I don't know that I have a massive preference. And then the next thing is a splash of soda water. So we have a little bottle of soda water. Open that up. You don't trust me with your big mechanical soda water. You know, that thing is a pain. Yeah. It's it's hard to make work right. And when you put the chargers in, half the time it sprays across the room unexpectedly. <laughs> For me, it's the same equivalent to like opening biscuit can, like cans yeah. of biscuit. Right. Like it's not fun. No, it's going to it's gonna blow up on me every <laughs> time. And so that's the way, that's the way I'm going to do it. But that's a very fizzy. I know. This is actually mineral water. I'll give the secret away. So it's a little fizzier than usual. Okay. Just, so a, just splash. a splash. Yep. Okay. 
Just enough to make a paste. Yep. And so now we're going to muddle it. If you have a muddler that works, another option is like the back of a wooden spoon or something like that. You don't want to destroy the mint. You just want to give it some easy presses to get the juices out. If you destroy it, it turns bitter. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. I have seen some bartenders just go to town on the mint. Yeah. Where it's like they put it in one of those like little bullets, you know? Yeah. And you can tell. They just tear it to pieces. Oh, yeah. You can totally tell. It's um when you drink the drink, there's like a thousand pieces of yeah, mint all up I don't in your like teeth. That. And the, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, not very, not very cute. No, it's not, not, okay. not ladylike at all. So <laughs> we have all that. Let's go with three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. So we have our squeezer. We have our fresh lime. We're going to cut into that. Doesn't look too bad, right? No. Pour that right on top. Yeah, pour it into that little paste you've made at the bottom with the mints. Okay. And then we're going to go with an ounce and a half of rum. White rum always works best. We're using uh, Bacardi. Could you use aged rum, spiced rum? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know that it would taste taste very good. Yeah, kind of Because you want it to be kind of light. And you don't get a whole lot of lightness from uh, the aged rums. They're complex, but they're definitely not light. So if you're keeping track, we have 10 to 12 mint leaves, we have two teaspoons of sugar, we have three quarters of an ounce of lime, and an ounce and a half of white rum. So here's the next thing we're going to do is fill that glass with ice. That's why this is a simple cocktail, because you don't need a shaker, you know, you don't need a Boston shaker, you don't need another glass, it's just built right there for you yeah you build it right in the glass so it's very easy to make that's for sure okay all right so we filled it with ice we've got all of our ingredients let's give it a stir before we add the soda water because we don't want to stir it after we add the soda water or we don't want to stir it much because we'll lose some fizz if we do looks like we've lost some ice too let's add a couple more pieces of ice before we add the soda water okay there you go Great. Now top it off with soda water. It ends up being about half the glass that's soda water. Oh, I would give it just so like good. one stir now that you've topped it. Look at those mint leaves rising up the side. If you were working really hard at this, maybe you'd pull up some mint leaves up the side of the glass just to make them look nice. Oh. Pretty fancy, huh? Look at that. And that's why you don't pulverize the mint, because you don't have a bunch of little minty pieces everywhere. Just some big, fat leaves. All right. We have our stainless steel straw. Let's put that in there, and I want you to give this a taste for us. Mmm. That's good. Too sweet? Too tart? uh uh-uh. Oh, I love that. So fresh and so tasty. Yeah, I'm not like sucking in any kind of jagged pieces of the mint, and I really like that. The mint tastes good. You Mm -hmm. can taste the mint. Even though Mm -hmm. you've put a ton of lime juice in it, you can still totally taste the mint. I'm tasting some floral stuff, too. Is that crazy? No, maybe that's the rum, I guess. I don't know. It's probably the mint. It's so Mm. dang fresh. Like, literally, I just came in from the backyard. Yeah. So this mint is is very fresh. (laughs) It's right next to the rose bushes. So what is that? There you go. Essence of rose. Essence of rose mint. (laughs) I think you're totally right. I could drink all of this right now. And I might. Dangerous lemonade. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. It's delicious. Yeah. And you can totally do this in a big pitcher. Yep. Pour this all around. I've made these in pictures before. Mm-hmm.
So we did it. Trader Joe's bourbon. We knocked it out, and I'm enjoying this stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, we made a mojito. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Yeah. You can't uh, you can't beat that. A, a nice, affordable bourbon and a mojito. Nobody can say no to that. Let's go out to the porch right now and drink them both. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of Simple Cocktails. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. <laughs>